We interrupt our program to bring you a special broadcast. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the Ish List, where we make lists about everything. Everything! Everything! Congratulations, bitches! You just made the list! Tonight is another episode of the Ish List. This is episode number three. Uh, you know what we do here? We give you top ten lists of random shit. Um, tonight, the topic is the top ten best all-time rappers. Now, obviously, this one's going to be controversial. Everybody's going to have their own list. Uh, everybody's going to, you know, piss and moan that we don't have certain people on here. Um, Because I'll guarantee you, I don't have them on my list, and I know this gentleman probably doesn't have them on the list. Uh, So one name you will not hear on this list is Eminem. Um, Boo, get over it. We don't care. Um, Joining me tonight is my uh, Guardo Camino over here, uh, representing Akron, Ohio. Uh, You know him as Excursion, uh, Mr. Dante Feaster. What's up, brother? Oh, shoot, ain't all too much. Just, um... Just working and you know getting things together here for this coming year. How about yourself? I'm I'm doing great, brother. Got a bunch of good news yesterday. Watched Michigan smoke the shit out of uh, Iowa tonight, and uh, um, watched Georgia get exposed for the bums they are, uh, which kind of pissed me off because I really didn't want to see fucking Alabama in this goddamn championship playoffs again. Um, but I guess we're gonna be stuck with them. Um, never, never send a boy to do a men's job. So, uh, leave it to us Wolverines. We'll handle Alabama for you. (laughs) See, we know how to do it. We've beaten Saban before. So (laughs) remember we had that bitch at, uh, MSU for a while. So we know how to handle a Saban. (laughs) Hey, some of that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so with that said, Top 10 best all-time rappers. I made my list of what I consider my top 10. I had a very hard time narrowing it down to 10. I left some very, very good names out of my top 10. Not because I don't think they're worthy. Uh, some of it was possibly I haven't listened to their work enough to really form a judgment that highly of them. Um, and a few other things, uh, criteria wise for me, I based it on lyricism, but also on charisma on the total package. Basically, look, you don't necessarily have to be the best lyricist for me to be in a top 10. If you have other characteristics, I can put you over the top. Uh, for example, Tupac, I don't believe, was the greatest lyricist. But Pac had so many other qualities that made him the consummate MC. He had the charisma, he had the character, his delivery, his personality elevated his rhyming to a much higher level than it would have been 
without that. So um, that will be one example from my list um, of that. So uh, very quickly, some of the names that I did consider that did not make my list uh, are Ice-T, Ice-Cube, LL Cool J, Rakeem, Scarface, Buster Rhymes, Kendrick Lamar, DMX, Lil Wayne, Big Boy, and Ludacris. Um, So... Yeah, so those are a few of the names uh, that did not make my list, but were definitely considered. Uh, also, uh, R.A. the Rugged Man, Black Milk, and Slick Rick were considered. So, um, I did not take this lightly. <laughs> I wasn't just picking names out of a hat. So, um, feel free to start your top ten. Uh, with your number 10 pick. Okay. And um, and I will say here, too, you kind of pretty much, um, like, vocalized my exact same sentiment because there were a lot of names here that I considered here as well and that I legit feel like like if i if i hear somebody say that they're in their top 10 i will fully understand it but you like you know what I'm saying because i feel that there's so many people that went out that can make this list and whatnot but hell there's only room for 10 um but anyhow all that biz, all that you know all that aside here just just kicking it off mm-hmm. number 10 on my list is twisted all right twisted you know what i mean like Okay. You know, yeah. You know, you know, like just, just it, it, it's. I, I really feel like he's underrated as an artist, like that. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like it was a toss up between him and Yuck Mouth. Okay. It was a toss up between him and Yuck Mouth because I feel like Yuck Mouth is underrated too. I mean, yeah. And I know we met on a um, on an earlier you said in the earlier interview here as well, but. Yeah, you said, but like, nah, I, I had to swing it back home for the Midwest on this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Twisted, not only is he underrated or whatnot, but like, he got so much impactful shit. You know what I mean? To where he's one of them ones to where it's not like he's. Yuck Mouth is underrated because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like he's branded in such a way or whatnot to where, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the street shit, the gangster mm-hmm. shit, the mob, whatever cloaks over his lyricism. That's the thing with Yuck Mouth. Twister, I really believe that, you said folks really don't think about him all too much like that until somebody brings him up. Like, oh yeah, he is dope. Da, 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 da. Right. Said, well, really, honestly, he should be getting a whole lot more notoriety than he actually does. Adrenaline Rush is a fucking classic. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, the shit that he did with the Speed Knot Monsters, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hell, the way that he... Helped to boost do or die's career. Yeah. Um, she, yes, and then, like, you know, when when he fucked around and, like, you're saying, uh, linked up with Rockefeller, his catalog of Rockefeller, you know what I'm saying, ain't nothing to sneeze at either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he is dope. He is dope. So, like, yeah, I put him at the 10 slot. <clears throat> All right. For my number 10, we are very much on the same page at number 10. You okay. chose Twister. I actually had Tech 9. So, so we're very, very, very much on the same wavelength st- stylistically. Um, I feel the same way about tech. Um, you know, 22 records, 
eight EPs, you know, his own label, all the people he's put on with, you know, Mayday and Seth's crew and Chris Calico and, you know, Tech is just somebody that I think people look past, you know, as, oh, he just raps fast. But Tech really has, you know, he has party songs, he has deep songs, he has songs like Dr. Sabot that tell a story about, you know, dark times in, in, in history and shit like that. So he's really a very well-rounded rhymer and, you know, I mean, Tech has done it on his own, man. Like, you know, he's never had a major label, he's never had anyone co-sign or support him and look what he's done man he's worked with everybody you know he's been with Busta and, and Little Wayne and Snow the Product and I mean just I don't think there's anybody that would turn Tech down to be on one of his records like if Tech called you and said you want to be on one of my songs I don't know of anybody that's going to say no you know exactly. so yeah Tech is my number 10 um, number 9 for you. Okay. And this is part of the reason why I said this is going to be a very interesting list and whatnot because number nine is one of the people that you even mentioned as an honorable man. DMX. All right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like just he, I'm not going to call him an East Coast Tupac. Mm-hmm. You said because one, Tupac was born on the East Coast, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he moved a couple of places and whatnot and landed in California at the time that he did, so on and so forth. But, you know what I'm saying? Either way, you know what I'm saying? If the East Coast wanted to claim Tupac, they have the rights to do so. Um, but anyhow, um, I just really feel like, you know, like, the uh, the delivery, man, everything that you mentioned about Tupac, yeah. in which I think, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, I believe that he's in your top ten here as well. So I believe, like we're gonna say, we're gonna have a lot of commonalities when we come. You say when it comes time to discuss him, because he's in my top ten also. But like you know, they share like a lot of similar qualities and whatnot. Like you saying charisma, delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Um, DMX was not. He wasn't the best lyricist or whatever, as far as like punchlines, metaphors, rhyme schemes. You know what I'm saying? Like you're right. saying like you're most technical aspects, but. You know what I mean? He got straight. You saying he was clear, concise. He was straight to the point with what he wanted to bring across. And then, with like the passion that he expressed here in his lyrics, whether it was a deep song, right? Um, you know, a sentimental song, or even an aggressive song, whatever. You know what I mean? Like you know, when, when he spoke, you heard, you listened, and right. you felt. You know what I mean? So you know, so 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 for those reasons, I had him at the nine slot. And that's and and DMX was very close to making mine. The only thing, truthfully, that kept X out of mine. His early stuff was flawless. He ended on a really high note, but that middle stuff when he was kind of, you know, like the Grand Champion record and all that. He to me he fell off just a little bit. He let the drugs kind of cloud it, you know, and um. Those records, those those couple, two or three records in the middle, just didn't deliver the impact, I think, that I expected from him. Now, those first three records, oh, yeah, they were untouchable. And and nobody had a delivery like, like DMX. Like. And 
Make no mistake about it. He was a lyricist. He said some shit that was, you know, I mean, he had a... Tr DMX remind me, he's another one, you know, we've talked about Tretch before. You yeah. know, DMX and Tretch both have a style. It's a lot fucking trickier than people think or give them credit for. You know, like when you start getting into their catalog, they don't have songs that you can just pick up and immediately rap out because it's not no just cheesy little thing. There's little idiosyncrasies to their delivery and their style and their voice that is uniquely theirs. And that's why neither one has really ever been imitated or copied. Because it's just hard to do, you know? I mean, they take, they made their shit their own. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'd never disagree with DMX. Just for your own personal reasons. Um, he barely missed mine. But I think when you hear the rest of my list, I think you'll be okay because, you know, I feel like my top ten is filled with a lot of heavyweights. So, um, my number nine, I had to go with, to me, the greatest female MC. I had to go with Latifah. Um, okay. I had to put her on the list. Maybe lyrically she doesn't stack up with some of the people that I left off my list. But when you consider her influence, her total, everything that she did, what she did with Flavor Unit, how she put on Naughty by Nature, and even 20 years later, 20 years removed from being a full-time thing, two years ago at that MTV Awards, when they did that Jersey thing, and they had Fetty and Wyclef and all them guys, and at the end, she just rides the motherfucking motorcycle onto the stage, throws the coat on, walks out, and just owns that bitch. Yeah. That just proves to you that even 20 years removed from doing it full-time, being an actor full-time damn near, she still is the baddest bitch in hip-hop, okay? Like, <laughs> make no mistake about it, okay? Nikki, Megan, even Snow will never have the pure badassness that Latifah had, you know? <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Now she, you know what I'm saying? Now I will say too, you said just even knowing her catalog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in the singles that she had. Yeah. You said, had, had you said that, you said, had, had you said, had you called her the baddest bitch like in the 90s, she'd have had something to say about this shit. Like, who you calling a little bitch? Da, 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 da. Well, <laughs> yeah. But nah. But that's, no, 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 no. I, I mean, like, I, I know that that was one of her singles. That's why I said yeah, that. Yeah, and Unity. But, uh, like, who you calling a bitch? But, right, yeah. I mean, I don't say it in well, a negative way. Oh, no, no, no. I know. You know. I already know. I already know. I already yeah. know. I was, yeah, that, was, that was just my joke and whatnot because I know no. that that was one of her singles. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, no. Right off the top. And, hell, I don't know if you heard that song Living Legend with her Jada Kiss and Bum B, but she killed it on that, too. No, I said, I didn't, I didn't ever heard that. I didn't know she did one oh, like yeah. that, but... See, that's just like with this Equalizer thing. Dude, when they announced Equalizer with her, I was like, no, it's just, it's the wrong role for her, you know? Not that I didn't think she couldn't act or none of that. It's just, 
after seeing the original and then Denzel do it, I just didn't picture her as the hand-to-hand combat CIA type. But I will say this. It took seven minutes of that first episode, and I said, you know what? She owned this motherfucking role now, okay? Like, like, she has owned this motherfucking role. So what I want to see now, I want to see a crossover movie. I want to see Denzel hand that motherfucking title to her. You know, since he don't want to do no more, he said he don't want to do no more Equalizer movies. Just do a little five or ten minute thing. Make a goddamn, whether it's on the TV show or whether they do a movie together. But just hand that motherfucking title over to her, passing of the torch, and just let her run with this shit. Because at this point, she's proven, I think, to everybody that she can more than handle that fucking role. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's up? What's and I, I and I will say this: if she ever hears this, I will never doubt you again. <laughs> you know? I don't give a shit what the role is. Like, look, I know you can do drama. I know you can sing. I know you can do comedy. But I just never pictured her, um, maybe as the Cleo type from like Set It Off. But the disciplined CIA hand to hand type, I just didn't see her. Doing that, doing that but man, she, yeah, she pulled that shit off, you know. <laughs> so, and the whole cast, and, and I'll give it to the whole cast. The whole cast on that show is just fucking awesome. Like you know, her auntie and her daughter, and 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 even Adam Goldberg, who I'm not always a big fan of, you know, playing that role of, of the hacker and shit, the the xenophobic hacker and shit. I, you know. I like that character. It's just a good character. It's perfect for that show. So, um, yes. Moving along, number eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, number eight is, for me is going to be Razcats. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Razcats. Is that again uh, another another underrated person? Yep. You know what I mean, and and honestly, it's just so wild because I really believe that with Razkaz, the only reason why he's underrated or even overlooked, I don't even I don't even want to say underrated. Then you say yeah. even though constantly he is because he is overlooked. But I believe that, honestly, the reason why he was overlooked is because, like, okay, even, like, seeing him in, like, an interview or maybe even a documentary, he said that, like, the two, like, like, like the, the two groups of people or whatnot that make up his audience, mm-hmm. maybe college students and, and, and people in prison. Is mm-hmm. prison in is that because, like, you know, they, you're saying, like, you know, with both of them or whatnot, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, having their heads in the books a lot or whatnot because that's what most of their time is consumed by. You're saying they can rock with the stuff that he's saying. Um, so, you know, and then, shoot, you know, like anybody in the mainstream, you're saying that's into the mainstream music or whatever like that, they, they ain't going to be into that all too much like that. So I believe that that's... You're saying, like, the major reason why he's overlooked the way that he is or even underrated the way that he is. But for the rest of us, you're saying that, you're saying um, that are into that and you're saying that can appreciate what he says right along with his punchline. Like, he has yeah. in the 
he has the intellect, he has the punchlines, he yeah. has the metaphors. You know what I'm saying? His flow can be off beat sometimes. It's fashionable to be off beat if I can say it like that. You know what I mean? Um, but shoot, even then, like you're saying, um, but even with that flow, when not he delivers it, you know what I'm saying, with such, you know what I'm with, with that West Coast swag, like you know what I'm saying, like right. still. He still be talking his shit, like you're saying, like you're saying the way that you expect any other West Coast artist to talk the way you said to talk, they talk. But like you know what I mean, but it's so much more lyricism and potency behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, more so than the next West Coast artist, if I can say it like that. To where it's like your whole like, you know what I mean? A lot more eyes need to be on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? And then like, shoot, he worked with Dr. Dre for crying out loud. Yeah. If the doctor co-signed it, like you said, like like in the word, in the words of game, but you got to feel him if the doctor sealed him. You know what I mean? Like you know, yep. like come on, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. But even with that, he's still overlooked, and I believe he needs to get a lot more credit than what he does. You know, what I'm saying a lot more respect than what he does. Off of number eight, so. right? Um, number eight for me <clears throat> is somebody that um. I guess more underground hip hop heads are going to love. I love the dude. He didn't get a lot of commercial love. Um, I think his stuff was maybe a little too wordy or a little too weird uh, for most mainstream people. Unfortunately, we lost him last year. Uh, and number eight for me is MF Doom. Um, yeah. You know, Doom was. A character, man. But if you've ever listened to Doom's music, you know this motherfucker was an MC. Like he loved the art of hip hop. He lived it, and there were so many elements to Doom's style. He could do so many different styles, create new characters and new things, and work with so many different people that, um. He is always going to be in my top 10 just for his ability to be a complete hip hop chameleon, you know, um, and excel at it, <laughs> you know, and have a vocabulary that was just fucking ridiculous. Like, you know, um, so MF Doom for me is number eight. I just, uh, you know, but number seven. Number seven. I think you're gonna appreciate this because um, even in the earlier interview that you even had with Fela Music, um, and y'all both spoke about me here for like a few moments. You've mentioned that. I gave you similar vibes to the person that I have at number seven. Method man. You know what I mean? Like you said, yep. and, and, and you know uh, I will say this, he is one of my favorite rappers, period. He is an influence of mine. Yep. Um you said I never intentionally copy him, but I mean like shoot, I can definitely understand why people say that yeah. I'm not like him on so a to get but to get away from me here just to focus on this and just strictly on Method Man here for a few moments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even the way RZA described him in uh, the the, uh, the Wu-Tang, Mikes, and Men documentary. Saying, like, you're saying, like, nobody had, like, you're saying, that 
flow and that charisma like he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> that was there right off the rip. You're saying the the raspy voice, the deep raspy voice of what yep. like, you know, like a distinct voice. You know what I mean? And then the potency of his words, like the stuff that he was saying and whatnot, he can be humorous. And you're saying he can be comical like he has been with Redman on multiple occasions. You're saying, um, or you're saying during the times where they collaborate, um, you're saying he can be, he can be deep. You're saying he can be introspective. He can get on some street shit. You're saying like, you know, like, like the way, and, and you're saying and the way that he conveys all these things and whatnot, like, you know what I mean? It's just so fluent and effortless. Right. You know, like it just, it just, you know, you hear what Method Man talks about and you just automatically vibe with it. Because, like, hell, like, the way that he presents it and whatnot, it's just flowing like water for him. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just dope as hell like that. And then to fuck around and see, well, I already knew that, you know what I'm saying, like, he could battle and whatnot, you know what I'm saying, from that uh, Meth vs. Chef track or whatnot on the Tical album. Mm-hmm. But, but then to fuck around and see him battle Mav Hoffa. Um, you said in the Legends Only League. Speaking of, man, right. Pop, if you hear this shit, I'm gonna need for you to do some more Legends Only battles. You did Method Man, Nicky Jam, and it's it seemed like you just said fuck it from there. But anyway, um, you're saying seeing him battle a battle rapper, you know what I'm saying, and hold his own with Math Hop. And suit a lot of folks. You saying I don't I don't gonna say a lot of folks, but like a good number of folks gave him the win. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. shit, my, my respect for him, like, shot up that much higher. Yeah. Just even seeing him, you know what I'm saying, go hard in the paint like that and hold his own with, you know with somebody who does this day in and day out, like, this is their careers battle. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so, so for all of those reasons, you know what I'm saying, I got Method Man in my top ten. Yeah. You know what I'm at the number seven. I want to see Math Math Hoffa and Nems battle. Like those two would just those two would talk so much shit, man. Like you know, those two were just consummate shit talkers, and it would be fucking funny. Like, um, like I think it's hilarious. Like you know, I've been talking about Nems for a minute. Like Nems ain't even new to me. So to see him blowing up on TikTok, everybody using the Bing Bong thing and live from Coney Island and shit like that. That's funny as shit to me because everybody's like, oh, Bing Bong, Bing Bong, live from Coney Island. And I was like, I've been telling y'all motherfuckers for like five years about Nems and y'all weren't listening. I'm telling you, Nems is a fucking shit talker. The dude is funny, but his fucking rhymes. You've heard his rhymes, dude, like even his freestyles. Nems is serious, bro. Like, that motherfucker can deliver some serious fucking shit, bro. Like, Nems ain't no joke. Like, you know. And I'll tell you right now, like, if Nems had a bigger catalog, <laughs> Nems would be in my top ten. Like, I didn't consider Nems because his catalog is kind of still kind of thin because, you know, he hasn't done a lot of uh, actual CDs. Most of everything he's done is mixtape. So... You know, uh, I'll tell you right now, that's the only reason Nems ain't in my top five, period. Um, so, but Method, I definitely agree with Method. And I will say Method is on my list in a much higher position. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, 
My number seven, uh, going out to the West Coast, got to give it up, D-O-double-G, Snoop Dogg, you know. Because okay. Snoop is, I don't know if a lot of people consider Snoop in that, I guess, this category of top ten. But, again, Snoop, man, Snoop can take any kind of rhyme and he can make it funny, he can make it serious. But he just makes the shit sound cool, you know. And it don't matter who he's with, if he's with Method, if he's with fucking Bootsy Collins, if he's with, you know... Fucking Pitbull or or Master P or whatever. Everything Snoop does, that shit just sounds cool. And I am dying to hear this fucking Mount Westmore record. Like, they need to just stop fucking around and put this shit out. Because I want to hear these four together. Like, I know this is going to be an epic fucking record. So, um, number seven for me is Snoop. You know? I can't even be mad at that. Like, you know what yeah. Yeah, like you said, he makes everything sound cool, and I mean, like hell, you know, the, what, like as influential as he is, right? Everything fucking everything Snoop touches is fucking gold, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like you know, I don't give a damn. He's fifty years old right now. You put Snoop on some shit, it's selling. You know what I'm right. saying? Like folks are gravitating to it in an instant. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Hey, I'm, I'm with it. I feel yeah. it. Yeah, you know, like, you know, that's why I said I'm not doing this list just on pure lyricists, because if I was doing just pure lyricists, then probably one, two, at least three of the people that I named earlier would be on this top 10 list. You know, if you were doing pure lyricism, then yes, you have to put Kendrick, you have to put Rakeem. And you got to put R.A. the Rugged Man on this list because lyrically, they're just unfuckwittable. Um, but again, sometimes the catalog doesn't bear it out. It, you know, it, it takes more than just pure lyrics because it's to me, hip hop is kind of like wrestling. You know what I'm saying? You can be the greatest wrestler ever, but if you got no personality to go with it, you fall flat. AJ Styles, for example. Great wrestler, but the guy's got no personality. Meanwhile, you got somebody like The Rock, who maybe he's not the greatest technical wrestler, but the motherfucker's kind of like Snoop or, you know, Pop, where his character carries him through, you know? So, um, you know, I mean, yeah, so, yeah. (laughs) My number seven, Uh, your number six. My number six, I gave the nod to Scarface for number six. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Um, and I understand you know, exactly why. Yeah, like his storytelling is yep. crazy. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gave him the storytelling nod. Like, just yep. stuff for that. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, the way that he... Like he was, very, if he wasn't the one that put Houston on the map, he was very fucking instrumental. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, so just looking at this, just, just looking at the influence and the impact, just even on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, like you know, it was just yeah. It, it, he, I don't want to call him the Nas of the South. That would be more so Mac from No Limit. 
going to call him the Nas of the South. He might be the Pac of the South, if I can say it like that. So, yeah. So when he and, yeah. So when he and Tupac did that Smile track, yeah, it made all the sense in the world to me. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll say it like that. Like he's he he's a dope storyteller. He's somewhat poetic, not too much, but like you know, there, there, there there's a little bit of a of a poetic flair to to some yeah. of his shit. Some. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, like it's like every time you listen to him, it's like listening to your aunt. You know what I'm saying? L- yeah. Listening to your uncle or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like in the yeah. projects. Like you're saying, like, you know, the OG triple OG, if I can say it like that. You know no, it is. No, like he is. no, he is. No, he is. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. And that voice, bro, like, like him, dropping gems on you and shit. Go yeah. ahead. No, I'm saying, and that voice, bro, like, that voice sets him apart. Like, again, Scarface is another one. That motherfucker just sounds cold no matter what he does. Like, you know, like, Scarface, he could be doing a happy song. And that motherfucker just sounds like he'd slap you just for looking his way, you know? Like, you know, like, I mean, he just got one of the coldest, hardest voices. Him and Ice-T both, like, when they rhyme... Their shit just sounds mean, cold, you know, like, like they don't fucking like you and they don't give a shit. Like, you know, you know, I never seen a man cry until I seen a man die, you know, and it's just like, it's so fucking cold hearted the way they rhyme, man, that, yeah, I, I never disagree with Scarface. Like, like I said, Scarface was one of the ones that was on my list of consideration that just for, you know, and again, if we did a top 20 or a top 25, Scarface absolutely would probably be in my top 15. So, um, yeah. Um, so yes. Uh, my number six, you gonna appreciate this one. Um, my number six is cannabis. You know, um, and I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, a small, shameless plug here. I got a track with cannabis. Remember how I was talking about? Yep. Like I was waiting for cannabis to come through. We're not talking about yep. all the horsemen. I just landed that. But no, go ahead. Go ahead. Get, no. You say, uh, number six. My number six is cannabis. I know a lot of people got their opinions about cannabis. You know, motherfuckers get in their feelings about cannabis because of its history with Eminem. They get in his feet uh, in their feelings because of its history with this or that. And I don't even give a shit. Like, just based on what this man has done, what he can do, okay? Cannabis is a fucking poet, bro. Like, cannabis, you know, to me, like, look, here's the thing. And I will say this about Eminem. If you take Dre and Proof away from Eminem, Eminem is just cannabis with better song structure. Period. Yo, I agree with that. Period. Definitely. That's all it is, okay? M is the white cannabis. And I know M will fucking lose his shit if he ever heard somebody say that. Because blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, okay? M is white cannabis, except M shit isn't half as clever as cannabis is. And... Cannabis has more technical skill when it comes to putting words together 
Because to me, M just sounds like a goddamn Dick and Jane book, okay? <laughs> like, like he just rhyming shit for the sake of rhyming shit. Like, oh, look at how we uh, flipped this and this and this and rhymed it with orange. Who fucking cares? That's, that's just doing it because you're showing off or just to prove you can. But that don't make a good song. Like, say something fucking intelligent. Say something... Don't just rhyme words because you can. Because if you're just rhyming words because you can, well, I can take a goddamn rhyming thesaurus and fucking just rhyme words that rhyme to a beat. But that don't make the shit intelligent or good. You know, like, I'm going to say this. If we're doing it on the pure ability to just use words, I'll do another unpopular opinion. If we're doing it based strictly on the ability to use weird words or weird song structures, Bus Driver is a better fucking lyricist and rhymer than M is. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> Bus Driver does that weird shit better than M does. <laughs> so... Fuck M. <laughs> Anyways, number five. <laughs> my, my number six is cannabis. <laughs> okay, yeah, man, and I fuss with cannabis. I mean, like, just as you was even talking about cannabis, all like all types of crazy ass lines from cannabis was coming to yeah. my mind. But yeah, we we gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just go to number five because I ain't even about to go down that rabbit hole. But no, I, I, I fucks with that one. Yeah, I definitely appreciated the number six on that. But number five. I gave that one to Jay-Z. Alright. Jay-Z now even though I honestly believe even though I know that he's been around a lot longer than Biggie mm-hmm. there's still a good part of me or whatnot that still believes that like you said especially with him like taking a lot of Biggie's lines that you said, I feel like you said once he came across Biggie, that kind of caused him to to like level up on his game a lot more than you said than what he even did with Jazz O. But nonetheless, you know what I mean he still is a, you said you said is a phenomenal artist and a phenomenal MC as it is. You know what I'm saying? His wordplay is out of this world. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, his, you know what I'm saying? His, 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 his swagger went out, like, you know what I'm saying? And his flow on tracks and everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it, it's dope. You know what I mean? Um, the way that he's even been able to establish longevity in, in this rap game went out as long as he has. And I don't give a damn. Like, he can drop a verse right now. Right. On somebody's song. And shit can possibly kill them on their own shit. Right, right. You know what I mean, like, um, like to, like to memory. He probably's done. He's probably already. He's probably done it on some some other um, projects that came out more recently than than the one that comes to mind. But when he um, did that track with uh, with Meek Mill on his Champions album, yeah. I feel like he had the best, the best verse on that motherfucker. Right. Completely on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, he, yeah, he's a, I'm not going to say that he's a consummate artist, because I do believe, like, even, like, you know, as dope as he is, there's still some things and whatnot that he does fall short in. But the things that he, 
the things that he excels in, he excels in like a motherfucker. Right. So that's all I gotta respect. It, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, yeah. I, I got him for the number five. Yeah, I, I can't really disagree with that. I'm, I've never been hugely into Jay Z, but I respect the shit out of Jay Z, and he's definitely one of them people that you can't disagree with. Like, look, not my personal taste. But I can absolutely see why somebody would have him there, you know, based on many factors. He's got skill. He is a consummate artist. He does have huge record sales, you know, the label and the business acumen and everything that goes with it has really made Jay into an entity, you know. So I can't disagree with that. Um, My number five, you mentioned him earlier. Method Man. Um, I have okay. Method number five uh, just because I know it's probably another controversial, but I think Method is the best of the Wu members overall. Hell yeah, he is. I think he's yes, been he the is. most consistent. Um, yes. I think he has some of the best lines, and yeah. his catalog of the people he's worked with just bears that out. Like, Meth is. He can be serious. He can be hardcore. He can be funny. Um, and he does it mostly without using profanity, which is really a unique skill. Okay? It's easy to write a rhyme with a whole bunch of cuss words in it. But to write a catalog of songs with no profanity in it, that's a lot tougher. Okay? <laughs> um, so he gets a huge nod from me for that. And. You know, Meth is really, you know, he's a great actor. He's just a lot of things, man. But, yeah, I give the nod to Meth, man, because Meth is, um, you know, like even the little one. I was listening to Meth Lab 2 last night, you know, and he was like, what's, you know, the little one was like, what's a Meth Lab? And I had to explain it, what it normally would be. I was like, but, I was like, in this situation, you know, it's Method Man. A lab refers to the studio. They're in the studio cooking. And I had to explain this whole thing to a nine-year-old of why Method Man had a record called Meth Lab, you know. <laughs> so, um, but it's cool, you know. I love that he's getting that knowledge that he asked that. You know, the other day he asked me about Bootsy Collins. And... Come on, man. You got to give him that lesson because, you know, anybody asks me who Bootsy is, I'm going to tell you who Bootsy is, okay? Like, I ain't going to miss that opportunity to <laughs> let you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, number five for me is Method Man. Um, number four. All right. Number four, I gave this person the nod because of what I just got finished mentioning here as it relates to his influence on my number five pick. Um, not only for that, but for, like, his commercial influence on hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, like, you're saying on the East Coast and whatnot, when, uh, when it looked like things were, like, kind of, like, dying down for the East Coast. Not to say that he completely revived it or whatnot. I mean, you know, he solely revived it or whatnot, but he definitely helped to to to, to put things back. You said to, to have eyes go back to the East Coast when it seemed like the West Coast 
was snagging attention away from them. Um, number four is Biggie. Okay. You're saying for you're saying for those reasons here that I mentioned before, even mentioning that he was the number four. You said like this, just that, just that impact. You're saying um, just that type of impact or whatnot, and like um, and just. You know, again, like, you know, there was a time when not to where, like, you know, of course, East Coast was going to dominate and whatnot. They were, you're saying, that, that, that's the mecca. You're saying New York is the mecca of hip-hop. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they're, they're, they're the birthplace of hip-hop, you know, um, you know, and they, you know what I'm saying, and they thereby set the standard for what hip-hop should be, of course. But then, eventually, like, the, the West Coast came to emerge and whatnot, you know, with N.W.A., Records and even more so with Death Row when Dr. Dre and Shug Knight teamed up, you saying Lincoln with Snoop Dogg and whatnot, and like you're saying, got their roster going and shit just went crazy with the chronic, etc., etc. You know, it looked like you're saying the attention was heading over there to them, and then Puffy fucked around and found Biggie, you're saying, um, came out with Ready to Die, and now folks is just looking back like, oh no, 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 New York still got some shit. Right. You know, saying, uh, you know um, I, I know we kind of like talked about it a tad bit before we got on here, and I and I definitely respect what you said. Like I know you even said like uh, you didn't have Nims in your top ten because his catalog wasn't right. You said, well, it wasn't the greatest in the world. So I de- I definitely respect what you said, what you're talking about, and I definitely agree here with what you were saying. Uh, where yeah, you're coming it... from on the catalog aspect, but it's not simply because of the catalog alone because he only has two albums right you know what i mean um you know just just knowing the way that you know what I'm saying like he he turned the tides back to new york right the way that you know what i mean um and then on top of everything you know what i'm saying his skill as an artist his lyricism or whatnot like you know what i'm saying um his his flow is fucking impeccable one of the greatest flows in hip-hop um you know what i mean um you're saying the, the way that he told the stories were not his graph. You're saying like you're know saying the, the the graphic details and a lot of the things that he said and that he mentioned. You know what I mean? And um and just like the overall thunder and vibe that he can give at certain times, whatever. Especially, I mean, like I don't know if um you said like like prime example who shot you. I know it wasn't a distant Tupac. I don't you said, but I don't know if he was talking to anybody directly or not. Just in in fucking general, but the way that he spoke that shit and he. And he delivered that motherfucker. You know saying like he made you feel like, oh no, no. You know saying, oh no, shit just got real. You know saying so on and so forth. Like you know what I mean? Like he he captured the essence and like the obvious of a lot of shit. Whenever you're know saying like you know he he put his hands on to something, right? And you know, and so just giving him that nah, you know saying as far as like his skill set is concerned as an artist, you know saying to where like a man, he caused Jay-Z to fucking level up. He said, on top of everything else that he was capable of doing during his short time in the industry before he got killed, that's why I gave him the four spot. Right. And we did we did talk a little bit about the... I, I will let everyone know. The reason Biggie is not in my top ten is strictly based, same as Nems, with only the two CDs. I just don't personally feel like his catalog is weighty enough um, to really warrant it long term. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Biggie. I do think Biggie is one of the greatest MCs of all time. His lyricism was untouched skill-wise. 
over time, I think Biggie probably would have been one of the top two of all time. But again, like I expressed to you, you know, if you have an NFL running back who burns the NFL up for two years and then this is gone, can you really say they were the greatest running back of all time based on those two years? So uh, please, any of you fans, do not take it as disrespect that I don't have Biggie in there. I respect the shit out of Biggie, and I do think he put out two of the greatest hip-hop CDs of all time. That is my reasoning for not having Biggie on my list, okay? So it is not a disrespect thing. Promise. Promise. It is not a disrespect thing. Um, so, And it's the same with Pun. Pun is another one that I would have in my list if Pun had a bigger, weightier catalog. I think Pun very much in the same category as Biggie. You got to evaluate it for what he did during the time he was here, or do you look at it long-term, you know? Because um, I think Pun would have been in the argument if Pun would have had more time and more more records, you know? Um, and you know what? Like, just even what you mentioned in Pun, as much as, like, I've seen somebody suggest that, um, you're saying one of the verses should be Tupac versus Biggie, like you're saying on some hologram shit. But honestly... Like you say, and, and and that would be a good one or whatnot, especially like considering the history between the both of them or whatnot, friendship, the beef, and all that. Mm-hmm. But for real, for real, I honestly believe that if the both of them were alive long enough or whatnot to extend their catalogs, I honestly believe Big Pun and Biggie would have been the doper verses. I, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. I really can't. I mean, they both. They had a hell of a start, you know, and it was tragic the way they got kind of cut down or cut out, you know, um, for different reasons. So, um, yeah, um, my number four, NAS, Nas. Um, I got Nas at number four, man, because it's fucking Nas, man. I don't think I have to explain. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you're a hip-hop fan, you're going to make me explain why Nas is number four on my list, then you ain't really a hip-hop fan. You know? you just not. So, um... Because the three people I have above Nas, two are undisputable, and one, I think is probably the most underrated MC in hip-hop. So, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. But, uh... Number three... It is so fucking funny that you got Nas in your four. Because I got Nas in my three. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And honestly, now, even though I definitely agree with you, not even, not I ain't even going to say even though, because fuck that. I definitely agree with you that anybody that has the gall to even try to ask why, Nas is in any is in anybody's top ten or top five. You ain't no fucking hip hop fan. Yeah. But I'm gonna just go ahead and elaborate because I'm an elab- I'm an elaborate person anyway. <laughs> he is a funny- oh my god, his storytelling and his poetry is yeah. fucking unmatched. Yeah. You cannot touch it. Anybody that can tell a fucking story backwards, that- don't even talk to me. Bye. Like, 
saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, I give you power. Motherfucking, the world is yours. New York State of Mind. Yep. Um, shit, hate me now. You know what I'm saying? Um, shoot, the whole, the whole Illmatic album, the whole Stillmatic album, the whole, it okay? is written out. Like, I know that, okay. honestly, real for real, I know the source gave him five mics out the gate with the Illmatic. They gave him five mics with the Stillmatic. But he had more classics than just them two. Oh, yeah. His new record is... His new record is... Yeah. He's still dropping shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Like... Yeah. You cannot touch him. Like... I don't give a damn. The only person... The only person that I really feel like... You... I'll say it like this. You can't... For as long as Nas is in his element, you can't outshine him. No, no. The only thing that you can do is just hope to hold your own with him. And that's about it. The only person that I feel outshine Nas is Ludacris, and that's only because Nas <laughs> stepped out of his own element on that Virgo track with Ludacris and Dougie Fresh and tried to rap like Ludacris. And I'm sorry, but, you know... You, nobody can beat a person at being them. Right. You know what I'm like, as long as Nas was rapping like Nas on that Virgo track, he would have been solid. But he tried to fuck around and out Ludacris, Ludacris, and that ain't about to happen. So, you know saying? so that's the only time I will ever say that Nas got out shine on anything. Yeah. But, apart from that, shit, like, he is, man, he, he's fucking dope. Yeah, he's, he's, he's top. He, he's he's fucking. I'm yeah. not mad at anybody that put him in in, in his top five. Yeah, in, in their top five. But to me, he's top three. You know what I mean? So I got him no. at the three slot. You'll 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 understand when you see my top three, um, and you'll you'll know why. You know mm-hmm. because you you gonna understand how I feel. You already know how I feel about two of these people, and we've talked about the other one. So. Um, you know, uh, my number three. I know this one's gonna be controversial. A lot of people aren't gonna are gonna be like, "Oh, he ain't top ten. He ain't whatever." But I think this dude is one of the most underrated MCs, rappers in the game. His voice is right up there with Scarface and Ice T, and being just one of the coldest motherfucking sounding voices. Um, his shit can be. So fucking deep that it makes you run to a goddamn encyclopedia to look the shit up. Um, and he's just a total badass. My number three is Vinny Paz. Yes. I fucks with Vinny Paz. Yeah, of like course. Vinny is just fucking cold hearted, man. Like Vinny, Vinny does his own thing, man. Like and everything Vinny does. Not everything Vinny does is going to be a 100% hit. But. Vinny is consistent. Like, you know, when Vinny does a record, whether it's with Army of the Pharaohs, whether it's Jedi Mind Tricks, whether it's Dumb My Gods, whether it's Snow Goons, whether it's solo shit, you know what you're getting with Vinny. Okay? You know you're getting a collection of hard-ass tracks 
with some deep ass shit being into it that's probably gonna make you run to a fucking dictionary or Wikipedia to be like, you know, man, what wh- what the fuck is a what the fuck is the temple of a temple temple of ferret, you know, and and what did it have to do with the moon sighting on June twelfth, you know? Because he'd be talking about that shit in songs, you'd just be like, fuck is he talking about, you know? And then you look it up, and then you go down this whole motherfucking rabbit hole, you know, and Heaven forbid you get Immortal Technique and Vinny together on a track, because then your brain is just all motherfucking scrambled with some fucking 9-11 conspiracy shit, you know. Um, So, yeah, my number three is Vinny Pass, because, you know, we've talked about this in the past. You know how I feel about Vinny, so um, Vinny always going to be my top three, man. Like, Vinny is just, you know, that is one motherfucker that I would love to interview, man, like... Fuck yeah. <laughs> so my number three is Vinny Paz. Um, number two. Number two. I gave it to Tupac. Uh, because. Um, it's wild because I actually even. Um, uh, did a stitch on TikTok. With, uh, with somebody else. So that's a big Tupac fan and whatnot. And. Um, one of their captions was like, you know, saying um, I heard somebody say Tupac, Tupac doesn't have bars. He said um, clearly they haven't heard this legendary poetry and whatnot. And um, and, and the and the song that was playing in the background was "If I Die Tonight." And honestly, like you know, saying uh, and my response was just basically like, "Yo, I I do semi agree." that he is a lyricist but it's in it's in the poetic sense right he was doing he was writing yeah he was writing poems long before he even rapped you know what I'm saying so when you hear him rap you're saying um, and, and you're saying when you hear him like you're saying make rap songs out of the poems that he wrote or not and then when he just started just like just straight out just writing rap songs a lot of those poetic um, elements gonna shine through the most because he was a fucking poet first you know what I'm saying and he was a poet longer you know what I mean? Um, so, in that sense, I would give him the lyrical nod. Now, if you're looking for him to, you know what I'm saying, spit, like, you know what I'm saying, punchlines or right. metaphors or whatever like that, he's done it, but he ain't all that good at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, like, wasn't, it like, wasn't his style. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, he fucked around and had Inspector Deck taken off of I Got My Mind Made Up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Yeah, like it just is what it is. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. he's he's not that type of a rapper. You yeah. put him up with somebody who does excel in that, they're gonna yeah. kill him every time because that's right. just not his, his his forte, his area. Yeah. But in the areas that he does excel in, and whatnot, poetically and lyrically, and whatnot, in that sense, oh yeah, you're saying he's untouched. Um, and then, like you know, again, the voice, the charisma here. Like even as you mentioned here, uh, um. And you said like in the you said um, when you was introducing like you're saying the top ten rappers and everything, all of that is there, all of that is intact, and you know you can't you say and then even taking you know, just taking music out of it for for three seconds here, you can't deny his activism, you can't deny, you know, um, you know yeah you can't deny his activism, you can't deny his community work. You know what I mean? Um, you can't deny, like you said, his willingness to stand up, you know what I'm saying, right. for, for the things that he believed in, you know what I'm saying, and for his people, long story short, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, 
like all around, like you know, what I'm saying if you're saying if you didn't respect him for one thing, you respected him for another. You know what I mean? Like you know, he he was definitely revered. You're saying to some capacity, in some way. You know what I mean? Like you know, he's a he's definitely a major figure. Like you're saying he's a. He, I mean, like, well, his mother was in the Black Panther, so of course, right. like, you know what I'm saying, he got that Black Panther influence, but I mean, like, hell, even with him not necessarily being a member himself, he, he's raps Black Panther. Right. You know what I mean? You know, and, um, yeah, and just, just the richness of his history, his upbringing, and how that, and how he was able to translate that to his music and, and influence and impact and inspire all the people that he did you know saying, on top of what he's able to do here like as far as like his talent and his skill set is concerned uh, musically is why I got him the number two spot yep and um I'm just gonna say my number two I'm gonna echo him my number two is Tupac <laughs> as well so I'm just gonna parrot him everything he said times two co-signed by me Tupac is my number two. Um, I kind of went back and forth a little bit with number one and number two, but I think my number one, to me, probably going to be no no big surprise to you when you hear the name. You're just going to be like, oh, yeah, that makes total fucking sense. Cause, um, <laughs> but we'll do yours first. Um, let me recount these just to count back a little bit uh for him number 10 is twister number nine dmx number one roscast number seven method man number six is scarface number five is jay-z number four biggie number three Nas. number two tupac and your number one fine sir my number one is the God MC, the R, Rakim. All right. And the reason why is, like, I'm not even going to lie. I've always respected Rakim. Yep. And as a pioneer, as a legend, as the person that was responsible for damn near having everybody level up lyrically and musically and whatnot in hip-hop. You know what I mean? But I ain't gonna lie, I was I wasn't an avid fan of his just yet. I, I respected him, I saluted him, but I wasn't an avid fan of his. I even like the songs that I heard from him. I ain't no joke, microphone fiend, check out my melody, let the rhythm hit him, etc. etc. I love paid in full. You know what I mean? I I, I I like those songs, I love those songs. I could see why. You know what I'm saying? Like him coming in as smooth as he did in contrast to the people that was uh, like you're saying, screaming on tracks and whatnot, and using like that same similar. I don't, I don't want to say robotic flow because that sounds disrespectful, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like you're saying, like you know, you could tell, like you're saying, like they were mechanically, like you're saying, purposefully, like rapping in like one certain way the whole way through until he just came in and like just switched everything up as far as cadence and flow is concerned, like. And showed a different way, like no, 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 no. You can do this. You're saying, matter of fact, you should do this. You know what I mean? And everybody followed suit. You know what I mean? But um, but I wasn't an avid fan. You know what I'm saying? Until he dropped the 18th letter, and I heard the saga begins. When I heard the saga begin, 
that's what made me become the avid fan. Like, oh yeah, this is that guy. Like, you know, the way, like, again, the fact that you made all the fucking hip hop level up. Like, that's uh, like if that ain't if that ain't if, we can talk influential all day, and you're know saying, and and, 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 right. and there's a lot of folks or whatnot that can rightfully hold that crown. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you're saying like until. You know, like cannabis was going. The only other person right now that I know could have possibly like have people. You know, said that was having people looking to level up in a certain way or whatnot until his career started to dwindle down for whatever you're saying for 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 the multiple reasons we can point at was cannabis. You know, saying when nobody else would not command the motherfuckers to level up like that. Since Rakim, except cannabis, and I believe that cannabis would have been that next Rakim, as people was even calling him, had he been able to like keep his career up. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, hell, he dwindled down, unfortunately, like you know what I'm saying, due to a lot of them you know, unfortunate um, chains of events, you know what I mean, and Rakim still holds that crown. So with that, like, you know what I mean, you had I think he had a song called Follow the Leader and motherfuckers was following the leader just straight out like I gotta give that respect to him on that and then you know what I'm saying um, there's all there will always be something to be said about people who are able to like you're saying um, to just switch their style up or whatnot or like you're saying or maneuver themselves in such a way to where even with things changing whether you're the cause of it or not you can still, you're saying, you can not only keep up with it, but still, like, you know what I'm saying, leave, leave your stamp and your mark, even in that era, too. And, hell, he did that with the 18th letter. The master, you're saying, you're saying, wasn't as good as the 18th letter, but it still held his own here, too, or whatever, and it still showed why he was the guy, why he is the guy that i and shit, like, you know, he, he laid out another fucking blueprint for people to follow, whoever decided to follow it. And yep. you're saying, and shit, and the people who did decide to follow it or whatever, you're saying, they, they, they're not left regretting it, you know what I'm saying? Because, hell, he's the consummate MC or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes down to anything technical that you can judge an MC by. Yep. Straight up, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, you know, yeah, Rock Kemp. Rakim, he he's the he he's he he's been number one or whatnot ever since then, and, and he's gonna stay my number one. Like that that that's just what it is. That that's my number one artist. All right, all right. So my number ten was Tech Nine. My number nine is Latifa. My number eight was MF Doom. Snoop at number seven. Cannabis at number six. Method Man is at number five. Nas is at number four. Vinny Paz is at number three. Tupac is at number one. And my number one, you should know this. So you go ahead and say if you think you know who it is. Because it's very similar to what you just said. He's, he's right in that same, he's in that same era for a lot of the same reasons. Doing the same thing. Same era? Yup, same era, same kind of style. Um, similar nicknames. I want to. I want to say Big Daddy Kane so fucking bad. No, no, close. I was about to say because I, I was about to hop. Huh? It's close, but close. 
Okay. Who else had a similar nickname to Rock? Shit. Okay. You close. Close. Okay. Damn, it wasn't too many people like rapping like the motherfuckers. Man, hold on. Hold on, give me a chance here. Let me let me let me think about it here, cause I, I believe you. Gonna, it you is. gonna laugh? You gonna laugh? Cause you just said Big Daddy Kane, so. Yeah, I just said it. Okay. And so. you know, you know my affinity for this artist. How much I talk about him. How influential he was to me. One of the first hip hop artists that I ever got into. Damn it, man! Yeah, and and and, and that's the bad part about it. I know you talked to me about him. Now you talked to me about him a couple times. So, so it's fuck. Oh shit! Ah. Damn it, man! I'm gonna kick myself in the ass. <laughs> my number one. For those of you that know me, you know this, and I know, I know he knows. Uh, but my number one is and always will be until someone else comes along who can match this man's resume, his skill. His knowledge, his ability to use metaphor on top of metaphor on top of metaphor and just sound like an utter badass. And even almost 40 years later, still walk into a studio and freestyle like a motherfucking beast. My number one is the professor, man. KSR1. Oh, <laughs> That's right. When you said Big Daddy Kane, I was like, "You close. You real close." <laughs> um, my number one is okay. always going to be KSR One, man. Like KSR One is just—that's my dude, man. Like you know, um, Ice T was one of the first ones I got turned on to um, by my college roommate. <clears throat> I turned me on to a few others: um, Public Enemy, X Clan. Uh, but for me, going to Harmony House and getting that edutainment record, that was the one that just blew my fucking mind, man. Like, that was my true introduction to hip-hop to me. Like, look, Public Enemy is great. Ice-T is great. X-Clan is amazing. But consistency wise the shit that he says the knowledge that he brings the ability to just even today get up on that stage and just go KSR1 man like you know he he's called the professor for a reason man <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh, yo and I ain't gonna lie like you know what I mean I I don't. I didn't have him as my number one, but I will say this. Ironically enough, even though I got Rock him as my number one, yeah, and I feel strongly about him just in the same way you do KRS One, right? Even though I feel like Rock him is number one, um, I was inspired by KRS One first, right? Before Rock him, no, I it's cool. Heard, like, I yeah, I, like you know. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I would say I get that not everybody always appreciates, you know, KSR One style. He again, he can be very political. He can be very 
preachy sometimes. His style is not made for everyone, and that's fine. You know, I, I realize Vidi is somebody that a lot of people ain't always going to appreciate. Um, mm-hmm. But hip hop wise, you know, if you want to know my style, I love cerebral shit. I love shit that makes you think. I love shit that can shock you. Um, and there are a few others that I didn't name that, again, for pure reasons of not having a big enough catalog, you know, if we were doing pure lyricists, Diabolic would be on there. Apathy would be on there. Two dudes that just, you know, blow your mind every single fucking time with the shit that they say. Um, you know, there's there's so many great artists and it's really subjective based on what your criteria is i mean you know i would say you could you could throw i mean if you just want to go cool mcs you can throw mc breed in there you know because breed just had that cool style that that snoop had you know even before snoop was around breed was out just being a, a cool motherfucker you know um too short. Most people wouldn't necessarily throw Too Short in there because Too Short is locked into the sex rhyme style. But if you really listen to what Too Short does, Too Short can rhyme like a motherfucker, man. Like he can throw some shit together. E forty is is a rhyming motherfucker, you know. So these lists are really subjective, but I think both lists are 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 very valid, bro. And I think you know. There's a lot of names on here that people will agree with, so yeah. Definitely. And um yeah, just even going to KRS one, no, I fucks with KRS one heavy, like you said, like the thing with me like he was another one, you said I respected him as a pioneer, but I didn't yep. you said, but I wasn't as a fan of his until I heard a certain song and that song was Step Into a World, Rapture's Delight. Yeah. You know and um, and and from there, you know what I'm saying, um, I fucked around and got the I Got Next album. You know what I'm saying, um, that that was on. You know saying and then I fucked around and heard the M C you know what I mean? Um, and then, like, you know, I got that Temple of Hip Hop compilation. You know what I'm saying? When he opened up the Temple of Hip Hop. You know Like, you know, the, yeah, the knowledge that he drops is fucking impeccable or whatnot. Yeah. And every time I hear him, I do feel like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I'm listening to, you know what I'm saying, a teacher teaching me or whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying, not only teaching me, but like, you know what I'm saying, but like encouraging and inspiring me or whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying, to not only, like, you know, um, you know, Give me, you know saying like, um, gain more knowledge, but then also, you know, what I'm saying, perfect my craft as an MC. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? like he, he'll fucking pump you up as an MC real fucking quick. Yeah. And that's why I love the you know, the song the MC as much as I do. Yeah, you know like I, 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 I lived and I, I lived and died by that shit. You know, what yeah. I mean? still do. You know, what I mean, but that video yeah. I sent you a, a few weeks ago where he was in the studio freestyling. You know, that was recorded five six months ago. And this motherfucker, he's he's sixty, and he's in there like this motherfucker is in there like he's twenty five years old, just freestyling his ass off. Got a whole crowd of motherfuckers in the studio, young cats that are just like, you know, they just grooving, bro. Like, and and it is one of the meanest freestyles I've heard in a long time. So, you know, look, KSR one, you know, he's always gonna be at the top of my pyramid because. You know, until somebody comes along and knocks that man off or until that man dies or something else, there's just nobody who does what KSR1 does or has the ability to do. You know, and it's beyond 
just the hip hop. His, if you've ever watched some of his um, TED talks that he gives, or some of his historical shit that he does, you know, it's crazy the shit that that man says because it's true. You know, he just did one recently, and it it kind of fucked me up. He was like, "Look," he was talking about Obama, and he's like, "Look," he's like. I'm going to be honest. He's like, I'm going to piss a lot of you black people off. He's like, you my people. He's like, I'm going to let you know. We did not elect Obama. There are not enough of us in this country who vote to have elected that man. White liberals elected Obama. You know, and he broke down the numbers for it. You know, and it wasn't like, all right, he's dropping knowledge because... You know, he broke down like, look, African-Americans make up 13% of the population. There are not enough of us in this country voting to have elected him without white liberals voting the same way, you know. And it wasn't a disrespect thing. He was just simply breaking down numbers and blocks of people, you know. And it was like, damn, I'm a fucker is, you know, constantly thinking and talking, saying shit that is so crazy you know um that's why i respect him like you know just for so many levels man of i mean we talked about where i come from before i got in college and all that and he was one of the people that opened my eyes to the world to the world being more than just white versus black or more than what i was taught growing up race-wise, the way people were and shit like that and the true nature of the world. So um, that is one of the reasons I love KSR1 so much. And, you know, I without him, I would be a completely different person, you know. I, I, I can't say that I would have had a lot of the opportunities that I had. I wouldn't have got into hip-hop like I did. I would have never been exposed to the knowledge of other great artists like Rakim, like Biggie, like Scarface and, you know, Roz Kaz and Cannabis because he was my door <laughs> into this world, you know. So, um, yeah. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> wrap this up. It is late as, late as shit here. Uh, it is 2 o'clock in the morning. We're doing this. Um, but we're going to wrap this thing up so that this man can get to bed because I know this man has worked all day and I appreciate you taking the time to do this, bro, being this late and all, you know. Awesome. My pleasure, man. Always. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the top 10 all-time rappers. This is Excursion Hip Hop. Look him up. It's X-C-U-R-S-I-O-N. Hit them with where they find you before you take off, man, because I know you got some cool shit out. You got a bunch of shit coming, bro, that you're going to want to you gonna want be with this man because this man, he's got some features coming that, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to set your mind right. He's going to put some knowledge in your ear, so... <laughs> Man, and I'm going to tell you, like, you know, a few of the ones that I got lined up, I'm definitely making sure that I send it to you first. 
know what I'm saying, so that you can prepare and break it through. Um, but, yeah, just, just anybody, you know what I'm saying, that want to check me out here, um, you know what I'm saying, and follow me here on social media. Um, it's ex- Excursion Music on Instagram and YouTube. Um, Excursion Online on Facebook and SoundCloud. Those that listen to music and stream music on Bandcamp, um, my site there is excursion.bandcamp.com. Um, I'm also available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Tidal, Deezer, um, you know, whatever streaming platform you use and whatnot to stream music and, and make your playlists. I am available there, so just, you know what I'm saying, so just type me in, Excursion, you will be able to find me. Um, Underboss, album, coming as soon as the mastered copy is in my hands. Like, it is literally on an ASAP basis. So keep your eyes and ears open for that as well. Nice. And you can find this man on TikTok, too. He does some funny, hilarious shit on TikTok. Um, um, uh, whatnot. So uh, find him there as well. Um, brother, we're going to wrap this up. I'll let you get to bed because... You know, I know you tired as fuck, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I will hit you back tomorrow um, to let you know more about when this is going to be posted and all that. But uh, until then, peace, brother. Peace, brother. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me. Where the 